Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Or arrogant, anything like that. 
that she gave a good, you know, a good strong answer to that question, and you know the people were receptive to it. Of course, some of the fans in Cleveland are still, you know, kind of upset of him yeah. because he he left. But you gotta look at it, man. Then we had to do. I mean, shout I out to, to to the Spurs too, man, for playing an unbelievable series. I actually enjoyed it. I, I really wasn't gonna watch it, but I really enjoyed that series, man. Real talk, yeah. Tony Parker and and and, and uh, Duncan, man, much 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 love for them. Ginobili, leave the cocaine alone. Ginobili looked like he was high on cocaine or something. You know, he, like he, he, he really, he really um, made me want to throw my drink at the window because Ginobili, to me, in my opinion, this is my opinion, he gave the game away multiple yeah. times in the game. Yes, he did. Tony Parker, Tony Parker messed up too. He did some, I mean, he was forcing it too much. I mean, it was just too much going on, and he wasn't really taking the time to set up the play, you know, because, you know, San Antonio, they're not a fast-break type playing team. They come down to set up, uh-huh. you know. But he was trying to do some OKC and, you know, um, Golden State Warrior type play. You know? Yeah, so that, that's not their style. That's not their style. So, um I don't have the updated um, weekly sound scan chart uh, from this past week. I really want to know how many album sales did uh, J. Cole have. I don't know, but he was number one. He outsold uh, he outsold Kanye West. So yeah, I mean that yeah. that's cool right there. But man, you were telling me before the show came on the air, man. You were telling me about this story about this young man. Let everybody know about this young man. The, the, the fight. Um, Oh, okay. Okay. There was this uh this young man, uh, I'm not gonna disclose where it, it uh happened at. Um it was a situation where, you know, family were together and friends were together and they were at a barbecue and this young man and an older male the, the young man was seventeen and the older male, I think he was like twenty four, twenty five, um, they got into it over a piece of chicken. And Due to that particular argument, the 24, 25-year-old male stabbed the young man in the neck, and he died in his brother's arm. You know what, man? We got too much of that going on in our community. I've seen people fight over noodles. I've yep. seen people fight over uh, over video games. I mean, dude, what in the world is wrong with our, what's wrong with our people, man, out here fighting over chicken? I, that's, that's something new to me, but... Um, I mean, I thought the noodle thing took the cake, but the chicken? This yeah. makes us look even more worse as far as black people to everybody else. We fight over yeah. chicken. Yeah, man. That, that's chicken. not the only one that I've seen. I read a story also that's on the same line of that where there was a, a a young male, two young men and a female were having relations, if y'all understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. One man got mad because the other man wasn't switched position so he can get to his, Yes. Know, Yes, I saw that. Come on, man. What? What's wrong with our people out here, man? I saw that. I I really can't say anything about that, man. I mean, um, well, um, he won't have too many options in jail right now, would he? No. no. <laughs> He's going to be either one position in jail. So the choices man. that you make. <laughs> these are the choices that you make. Also, on the lighter side of things, there was a... Um, a little girl who um, was recently cured of her leukemia. She um, 
contracted the uh, leukemia um, cancer cells twice. And on the third time, you know, she was, you know, on her last, you know, wing, you know, she, you know, the doctors really didn't think she was going to make it this time because of how it came back. Uh-huh. And these, um, these, these doctors, they were, you know, they are experimental type um, researching type doctors. So, um, they asked the family would they be interested in a procedure that is, I guess you would say, not normal. Right. And so, um, you know, the family agreed because, you know, they wanted their, you know, their little girl to make it. And, um, you know, they agreed and, you know, and the doctors followed through with this procedure. And the procedure that they utilized was they they reconstructed a strain of HIV, uh, the virus. Uh-huh. And the way the virus was, was uh, reconstructed, it reconstructed as a um, a strain that fights off uh, cancer cells or anything that is harmful to the body. Right. So uh, after further testing uh, of the HIV, you know, virus that they reconstructed, they injected, you know, the little girl with it. Uh, they injected T cells into her, and uh, she did. You know, have a fever. You know, her body was about to shut down, but then the doctor stated that hours later, they noticed that her fever broke. She woke up. She began to speak, and the rest is history. She is alive and doing well, and has not had any new signs or new traces of uh, leukemia coming back into her body. Well, good for them, man. I always say that I really do believe that the AIDS virus was constructed by man. Um, oh, you yeah, know. If they can manipulate it and make it work for that young lady like that, man, kudos to them. And hopefully this will open up the doors for more cure more cure for people to have leukemia and other diseases in the heels, man. But um, let's speak of another ill out here, man. Let, let's talk about this gender wars. This is today's topic. Let's talk about that, man. Let them know what we're talking about tonight, Al. Well, first off, let's, let's give a preliminary um, discussion about where this particular topic came from, because we want everybody to think, you know, to know that um, yes, we do. You know, we do take into context everybody. You know, has ideas about those, and we really appreciate it. Um, but this particular topic um, came from another. Um, well, it wasn't their topic on their show. A specific comment was made on the show that made the show a lot, well, way more heated, and it was on uh, WAOK thirteen eighty in Atlanta um, on Dr. White's show. And this one male caller called in, and his argument was, uh, why do some black women feel like they are in competition with black men? And Dr. White did not agree with that particular comment or that question. She she said black women are not in competition with black men. And when he broke it down, um, I understood his opinion. I understood her opinion. So Kevin and I, you know, we discussed it, and we felt that, you know, maybe we, we need to explore this particular comment a little further. So this is where we have the topic of today, gender wars. Do we have gender wars? Some say we do, some say we don't. But we're going to discuss this today as far as the ongoing feud in the black community between the black man and the black woman over power, respect, and control. Uh, some of the questions in which we're going to pose today are black men to blame for you know, the issue as far as um, are black women working against black men, you know, are we to blame for that? Um, are black women fighting for the power that 
the black man does not have or possess. And we're going to expound on that particular question. Um, are black women trying to replace the black men role? What's their role in the relationship, in the marriage, all of that? Um, are black relationships deteriorating due to the money and power factor? Are black men and women competing to see who are more desirable to non-black? And why has there been such a breakdown in the communication between the black man and woman? And we're going to pose a question out there to all our female listeners and callers out there. What are you first? Are you a woman first or are you black first? Uh, we definitely want to um, hear from everyone that's out there listening. I see the phone lines have lit up. Uh, we definitely appreciate everyone, you know, tuning in and calling on the show. Also, the chat board appreciates you guys out there listening. If you have a comment and you're on the phone, you can press the number one on your phone, and we will definitely get to you in a timely manner to answer um, your call. But um, uh-huh. think about that question. Like, you know, ladies out there, are you a woman first or are you black first? It's not a trick question. It's a simple question. And we want to hear what that kind of thing. And you know what I man? We want to make sure that, you know, I know we do have listeners of different races or whatever the case may be. Um, we speak from a perspective that we understand. We are black, so therefore we're talking about issues in our community, which therefore some of our issues may and may not affect you. But there are issues between male and female, period. But today we're talking about in respect to black and black people in general. Um, what we're going to do right now, we have a clip. This clip right here is from the Hidden Colors uh, movie. If you haven't heard of that series, please do a search on Google for Hidden Colors. They have a part one and a part two. This one right here is discussing the breakdown of our relationship with black women and black men and where did this gender war come from. So y'all check this one out. As soon as we get past this clip right here, we're going head on into this conversation. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. Hey, tell everybody over on the Internet, Facebook, wherever they at, go ahead and click on that button. Listen now. Or if you, you know, you got a cell phone, you got free minutes on this weekend, Dial 718-508-9972, press 1 to make a comment. But right now, we're going into this clip. If you're just tuning in, Hidden Colors, check this one out. You're listening to the Middleman Radio on the Blog Talk Radio. Here we go. Definitely took a toll on black male-female relationships, especially in the 1960s, because in the 1960s, black men and black women, they were doing what they were supposed to have done for a long time, which was fight together against white supremacy, against racism. And they were doing this with the Civil Rights Movement. So what happened, people had to come in and infiltrate and have a divide-and-conquer strategy between black men and black women. In 1964, government came in and they pulled black women to the side, and they started to classify black women and women in general as minorities. In 1964, that's the first time they classified women as minorities. So they started to give them set-asides and benefits, and then they created the, the feminist movement, and a lot of sisters branched off into that, and that kind of created a rift because a lot of sisters stopped fighting for civil rights and they started to fight for women's rights, but women's rights weren't being jeopardized in the black community. Our first priority was racism, and we should have dealt with that first. We wanted to be free. We didn't need any boundaries, need no man to tell us what to do. Well, we hadn't had no man to tell us what to do anyway. You couldn't tell us what to do in slavery, so who, you know... We didn't really have no fight with you about that. That was the white woman's fight with her man, but we took it on. 
I want to be free. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. And then women started having babies, what they call out of wedlock, and then that got to be okay too. Oh, it's all right. Once it got accepted by society, all of the rest of the people, then it was okay then to just have a baby. In fact, I don't even want him for nothing but to just have a baby. And then we started saying, oh, I'm going to be the mother and the father. All kind of nonsense. And so what happened was that movement, and there never was a sisterhood in the women's liberation movement between the black woman and the white woman. Now, that clip right there was from Hidden Colors Part 1. You can also do a search on Hidden Colors Part 2. Uh, make sure you go get those those documentaries, man. They're very, very interesting. They have a lot of knowledge, uh, a lot of things that you guys can gain from that particular documentary. Yep. But, Al, in that clip, yep. in that clip, yep. said in 1964, women mm-hmm. were... Uh, labeled as a minority. If you think about it, man, everything starts. Everything started going downhill when you divide and conquer. They said they divide and conquer. Therefore, yep. when our women got to that point where they were separate from our, you know, wholeness, this is the result of what we're getting. And then the question that we posed, and like Al said, it's a floating question: Which one are you first, a woman or black? A lot of our women chose to be. Woman first. I am woman. Hear me roar. Burn my bra. Throw it out there. And if you are avid listeners of us, you know we've done a show called Feminism. Make sure you go back and listen to that show. It was a powerful show. And hopefully, yes. you know, we can, you know, break this down a little bit more, man, and so we can get these relationships back in order. But, like I said, we're going to dive right into these questions right here. What, what do you think about that, that clip? Um, great comment on the clip, especially, you know, with the with the lady uh, identifying that, you know, how some women, you know, start to think that I only want a kid from you, that's it, I don't need you, and they start taking on the role of being the father and the mother. Yeah. And, you know, you know, we've had our conversations about, you know, women saying that they are, the, you know, both mother and the father. You know, we, we okay. had that. Um, I kind of don't agree with the, you know, some women saying that they are the mother and the father because I feel like, you know, you are a particular gender for a reason. Now, yes, you can teach, you know, a man, you know, certain things as far as, um, you know, how to take care of a woman, you know, how to stand on his own two feet and, you know, be be respectful and be a, a strong black man in your eyes. But there are still some things in which, you know, women cannot teach a man or a boy. That's true. That's true. And, and you know, the first question that we're going to pose, are black women really working against the black man and, and and you know we don't want people to think that we're we're a chauvinist where we're just always attacking the black woman one thing that you do have to understand about us when you listen to this show we love black women we understand that everything starts with a black woman you know from birth to, to yeah. everything else in between it starts with life it, it all starts with our women you know what I'm saying how to respect you starts with you so, therefore, we're just trying to repair and get everything together. Because, I mean, we are doing a lot of infighting right now. Like Al just stated a moment ago, you know, the whole... And when we seen Father's Day, mother saying, I am the father also. I'm not going to say I don't sort of disagree with Al. I totally disagree with it. I was raised... My mom and dad divorced. And I was raised by my mom a majority of the time. But I still have male figures in my life to show me what it is to be a man. So, therefore, my yeah. mama did not put that into me. 
Right. So you cannot, and I will not ever say my mother is my father. I'm not going to tell her happy uh, Father's Day on Mother's Day, on Father's Day. I'm not going to tell her none of that. It's Mother's Day. She raised me as a woman, sure. But the question that we pose, back to the question, are black women really working against a black male? When you think about that question right there, Al, you can look into our society right now, man. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain things, man, you know, just like, I, I think a lot of times it's subconscious where it happens with our women where they don't realize that the minute things that they do, man, is even with the jobs, even yep. with our, you know, day-to-day living with each other, man, just being around each other, you know, it becomes like we have a resentment towards each other. And that resentment seems like it's just steadily building. Yep, yep. You know, and, yep. and if we can't repair that resentment feeling, you know, because, I mean, you look at our age group, you look at the age group before us, you know, it's like <laughs> it's not There's good. Different. It's different. There's a difference. It's what, what are your thoughts on that, Al? And we do have a caller. Okay. I look at it as, um, I mean, this is just an example. You know, this is just one example of the many. Um, especially when we see, you know, our um, men and women fighting over the kids with the child support and the custody battle issues and the women throwing it all up in their face and taking the court. And, you know, it, 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 and it's... And it's not to the point where they're trying to work together. One person is working against each other and always forgetting about that child who's in the middle, the reason why you're there, you know. But they bring, you know, some people bring their emotional and relationship issues in that. Maybe that person didn't want that person back. So what are you doing? You're utilizing the system to fight or get back or you know, trying to get more power over that person. Why would you do that? You know, that 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 that, that doesn't make sense to me, you know. Right. Yes, there are some, some guys out there that ain't doing nothing. There are some women out there that ain't doing nothing for their kids. Yeah, but, not, not totally, man. Right. So don't, you know, do it in a, in a vindictive manner, which there are a lot of cases out there that this happens in a vindictive manner, you know, to gain power or to make that person feel less of that person that he is. I mean, you know, you, that's, that, that's just an example. You know, yeah. That's just an example. So let's take this call. Caller 662-364, you are live with the middleman. What's up? Could that be me? Yes, you. Hi. This is hey, Samantha. what's going on? What's your name and where Hello. you calling from? This is Samantha. I'm calling from Columbus. What's up, Sam? Long time no here. We do appreciate you tuning in today. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Because I know well, first my off, sister first Sam off, first is very off. opinionated. First <laughs> off, first off, first off, answer the floating question of the day. Are you a woman first or are you black first? Um, I can, I be, I can be honest, right? Honest as you yeah, want. <laughs> I think that's a silly question. I don't think you can separate either. I think it's a, a cumulative thing, I'm a black woman first, period. I mean, so it's not really an issue. I can't really break that down and say whether I'm one or the other because I'm both. Okay. I can okay. respect that. Okay. <laughs> well, my comment mainly was about, well, the first thing I want to comment on is the 1964 clip that you played. Okay. I think that um, I heard the man, you know, how he came in and he was talking about, you know, that women want to go away from it and that it was more so about race. I uh-huh. think that that's the first issue right there. 
I don't think that men, black men want to see that, and but they want to use their race card to be the first thing, to be a unification thing. You okay. can't use that to, that can't be the only thing that unites us. I'm not saying, well, I just can't say the only thing. That can't be the primary thing that, that unifies us as black men and women. It just can't be. That silly. Because, I mean, you can't, even from the woman's standpoint, I feel like she was being, like, very old-fashioned because I think it's always been an issue, especially in the 60s. Black men feel that black women were more unified back then because black women basically did what they told them to do. That's not about unification. That's about succumbing to a man. And I don't think that's what the, I mean, I just think that's complete lunacy. It, it makes no sense. It's not, um, <laughs> women's movement is about, Men always want to take women, what women do, and they want to make it about themselves, which I think it comes back around to a man's ego, especially black men. Black men, in my opinion, have a, that pride so more so than any other race that I've come across anyway. Wow. So not, yeah, come on now. Come on now. Wow. Come on now. But, ma'am, I, I respect what you're saying. Um, you say the sister was old-fashioned. She was raised in an old-fashioned uh uh, sister, uh, I want to say our last name is, oh, God, I'll, I'll get that information for you. But um, what she was basically stating and the young man was stating also is the fact that in that period of time, that was a unifying means for our people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because when, right. when she, once you had that movement, you know, your mind state, and, and this is no, no slight against you or nothing like that or any women that's listening, your mind yeah. state is of that after effect. You understand what right. I'm saying? Your but mind is after the feminist movement. Because I know that that happened beforehand, I'm also able to go back and put, because I can think beyond that. I can go back and put myself, that's what I'm saying. You know, mm-hmm. if you've been brought up, I mean, it's exactly what you're saying. If you've been brought up in that time period where that's what you believe, that's what you feel is right. I mean, right, so that's right. And see, right. Yeah. <laughs> see all, all we're saying is at this point in time, where, and we're going to get get to that a little bit further on in the conversation is, yeah. We're at the point right now, see, we're, we're kind of jumping the gun, but we're at the point right now where you can look at our females and you can look at our males. The void is, like, tremendous. And there's other factors that play into that right now today. You know, we have the strong black woman, and we're going to talk about that also. Uh, you right. know you've heard that. I'm a strong black woman. Mm. But what does that mean? Like, 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 what does that mean to... To be a strong black woman, like I, I've heard several definitions, but what is the true meaning of being a strong black woman? Of course, that varies from person to person. If I make that statement, my statement is about me. I don't feel I feel that the males grow. I don't think it's so much that the women are trying to take over the male whole thing. It's more so that we're finding ourselves having to be put in positions where we have to behave more so like and take on the male role. If a male is supposed to be the provider, why is it that there are so many women, whether you're with the mother or not, why is there so why are there so many women raising having to raise sons and daughters alone? You know, whether we're together or not, that should not affect your ability to parent, your ability to be a father. But when y'all don't realize that when that happens, that does something to a woman, period, because if you're right. messing with your child and you love your children, you're going to always be affected by that. That's going to always be a hot topic. And I'm, I've been a single mother for almost 20 years. Right. It is, you know, so it's very hard. And it's hard not to say something, but I'm always careful. I'm one of those types of people. I don't think that you should bring the kids into that. I let my kids still be able to sit back 
and watch. So therefore, when they can see for themselves and they learn from themselves, it's not something that I put into their minds to change their opinions or whatever, that, that it falls on them. And it's better if they can accept that better because sometimes when you try to turn one parent against the other, it's going to always come back to, yeah. you know, you don't end yeah. up being the parent that gets to, be, gets to be the resentment. And you don't ever want that to be the case, or I would. But right. that's yeah. what the With strength for me, that's just about me being able to stand on my own to take care of my family. And just because I'm not willing to take slack from a man, which I'm not, that doesn't mean that I'm trying to take over his role. I just want that man. You just have to be able to find that man who has to, the power to be able to say, okay, I see your strength. I respect your strength. I'm not trying to step in here and take over what you got. I just want to be able to, well, we can get together and work together so we can make this even stronger than what it was. But you don't have many men that are able to think along. Well, I'm not going to say many men. I don't want to come across many men that <laughs> to be able to think past that. You know, and that's very close. Now, it's just that our men, I'm telling you, when they find these women, you find a woman that's good to you. Instead of you taking, okay, she's cooking for you, she's cleaning for you, she's washing your clothes, perhaps. But then you want to take that and see her as being a pushover instead of appreciating that this woman loves me. Instead of respecting that and embracing her more, they want to use that as an excuse to be able to go out and do something else. That's what women are having right. issues with. That's not not all women, Sam. Because there are a lot of good men yeah, out there. We just, we just did a show about black fathers being present. You know, we right. just gave you the positive side of, of what you see on that aspect. And I understand there are a lot of struggles and, and trials of, of of our sisters now. And, and just to kind of go back to something you said earlier as far as what Al was talking about, what is a strong black woman, I got mm-hmm. a clip right here. And, and I'm going to take you off for a moment. You, you know, if you want to get that comment, I, when I take you off, Sam, press one. I think you're going to want to come in after this. And this lady, this is just her opinion on this situation right here. And I'm about to play okay. another clip, Okay. All right. All right. And this clip right here is Strong Independent Black Woman. Y'all check this out. This is her thought on this one right here. You're listening to the Middleman on Black Talk Radio. There we go. There we go. There we go. Another thing is that a lot of black women have had it pounded into their heads that black men ain't nothing no matter what. And so, therefore, they themselves must replace the black man in all areas or become the man. They must handle it all on their own or at least maintain some grip of control on all aspects of whatever is going on because he can't be trusted to do it. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing anyway, so they have to supervise and be the one in control. The strong, independent type of woman will usually, in her younger years, choose to be with a Ray Ray from up the street type of guy who is not on her perceived financial or intellectual level. She will possibly get pregnant by this guy and then when she gets older she will go and try to get a guy who is on her perceived level at this point she might have children or whatever and then go and complain about not being able to find a man on her level at this point those guys are not checking for her and so once they start to realize that the choices in men that they once had are no longer available that's when you have your ABC news specials and all your complaints and talk shows and everything and then eventually the defense mechanism will lead to the standard statement which is I don't need no black man but in actuality what we don't need is to waste our younger years chasing after the same quote unquote no good guys that we complain about all the time that we've been hearing complaints about most of us all of our lives and the guys that we know who are going to obviously treat us like dirt, obviously aren't doing anything with their life based strictly on our, on our emotions, 
or on their so-called swag or whatever, and then we turn around and blame every black man that exists for that fool's behavior. We can't keep having baby after baby out of wedlock with men who we know based on their track record are not going to take care of that child or be there for that child in any way, and then turn around and judge all black men based on those fools. The bottom line is, if you don't need no black man, then there shouldn't be all these black babies that were born out of wedlock running around, period. I hate the stigma that is attached to black women right now, and it's mainly black women who perpetuate the image of us that creates that stigma with this strong, independent black woman mess. One reason is that it diminishes our accomplishments. It taints our reputation as a whole. We are known for being belligerent, combative, bossy, controlling, and attitudinal, whether we are like that or not, and it is attached to that title. It has become an expectation for all black women to be this strong, independent black woman, to be manly, and a lot of black women are treated that way or are lumped into that category in certain situations, whether they are like that or not. That title has become a new negative stereotype for black women, and a modern-day slur. Mm. Wow. Um, if you're tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show and you're on the phone line, if you'd like to comment, uh, please press the number one on your phone. It will definitely get to your call. But uh, that clip, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean... Wow. I can't speak from a woman's perspective at all, so I don't really get one to do it for us. Mm-mm. And I respect all their opinions. And I know some women out there right now, like, what the, what, what's she talking about? But well, I, I'm just saying that, that that's, I mean, that clip, man. If, if you just really married on what she was saying, you know, it, it still goes back to what I opened the whole show up with. Everything yeah. begins with our woman. And we do yes. men have to take responsibility for our actions. By no yes. means am I not saying that we have to take responsibility for our actions. If we don't take responsibility for our actions, you know, we're gonna continue and perpetuate this same fight. Yes. This same fight. Over yes. and over and over continue. again. Yes. The cycle will continue. Um I mean she said a lot of good, interesting things and a lot of those things. You know, me and you, me and my fraternity brothers, me and my other friends, man, we've had these conversations about, um, you know, coming up, you know, we will see like a nice, you know, a nice young girl that we feel like we are the best thing for them in, in our mind. But to them, we're not on their level. But their level, not, 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 not all of them, but their level are guys who wasn't in college, guys who were selling dope. Guys who are flashy, big rims and all of that, ain't have no job, but they got two other kids by uh, Letitia and Quanisha. That's what they wanted. But then, years later, after we didn't get our degrees, you know, we got established, here they come. I can for that. I experienced that. Did I give in to that? No. You ain't on my level now. That's just my opinion and my experience, you know. And I know, I know others who are close to me that have experienced that too. Now I'm not saying that we're perfect because we're not. I just knew the type of guys that I was dealing with in that particular realm at that time. We had our heads on straight. We had goals, you know. We didn't want to be the typical or the or the 
or the statistics. So in that particular aspect, I feel like that is working against us. Yeah. Because you want to have a family in your future. You say you want a husband. Okay. I feel like in my mind, I'm husband material. What's up? What you want to do? <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? You want to play around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, wait, wait a couple of years or make the comment that, yeah, you yeah, you can be my husband, but right now you can't be my boyfriend. What is that? But that, that goes back to the mentality. You know, everything has a you know it has a starting point, Al. The starting yeah, point, and and we have to realize that that starting point starts way before any of us probably on this phone line was born. Yeah. And to rectify that starting point, we have to do the first thing is to communicate and understand that there is a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. We got another call. Yeah. We're gonna go ahead and bring this caller in. Caller, and uh, matter of fact. Um, Don Calypso, man, we appreciate you over there on the web chat, man. We definitely want to get to your comments, too. But our call is 662-418. You are live with the middleman. What's your comment? Middleman, what's going on, Kevin Al? Gerard. What's going on? What's going uh, on, baby? Yeah, baby, boy. Kevin, I, I, I got to be very honest today, man, and I'm going to be very ugly. They're listening, they better brace themselves. Uh-oh. Now, we, we 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 talk about this topic often, and just like last week I said, Kevin, it goes back to the culture, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's, something, it's something wrong that we got to fix in the root of our black culture when we're young to, 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 to raise our kids, raise our, raise our kids in a better culture to where we don't fit, to, to where they don't get caught up in putting themselves in that situation to have to deal with things like that in life. From the female perspective, I'm going to say this. You go out and date these street guys, these thugs, and, and mess your life up, getting kids. Now you put yourself in a position to where a good man is not available to you no more. Uh, an, an educated man, a man that got it together. I'm not going to say so much is not available, but guess what? Your options are limited to getting one of those because kind of guys. That. That that good man can be picky now. Because he can be picky. Guess what? And guess what? And then when they get older and, and, and these good men, you know, the, 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 they, they're taking their stuff off the market when they put their life in a bad situation. And then they want to hate the good man because the good man don't want them. I don't think you, you're going to become nice as a cut buddy. Because guess what? Now I'm going to say a man that got his stuff together, he ain't trying to just throw down on no woman with no child, man. And that guy ain't going for himself. And that doesn't get honest. And a lot of black women need to understand that. When you start, I, I never understood that, Kevin. Why do black women sit up here and let these street guys, thugs, as the young lady in the, in, 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 that commented before me, why do they let these men fill them up with all these babies, man? I have never came no black woman ask that question for me. You cannot tell me that you will make have me being a slave in my life. You know what I'm saying? That, that, all that does is put them as a slave with the kids. Gerard, you know, it, it it does go back to personal responsibility on that right there. And it also goes back to us taking responsibility, too, also. You know, because if you have mm-hmm. kids and you're a male, you have to raise your young man to be the right type of guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you right. said, it got to start at that root. It got to start at the root of that child to make sure that their relationship is right later on in life as far as him being able to identify with a woman 
and being how, how being able to identify of being a family man or whatever the case you need to be in life. But it's just like, you know, even with this whole topic as far as gender wars, man, it's so it this this thing can go so many ways. And, and yeah. I don't want it to seem like we just jumping on women. It ain't. Not at all. You know, no, what I'm saying? We, some definitely need to frame, we need to frame this in a manner where we all can agree that there's a problem. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, but you know, a lot of women are going to accept the reality of, too, if you're a single mother, you might be by yourself the rest of your life. And that's yeah. just being honest. There is a strong possibility that you may be alone the rest of your life because of the decision that you made as a young woman. And that's just honest. Hey, and I want to thank uh, my girl Samantha Connor out there for calling in to comment. You know, so I I understand where she's coming from. She has done a wonderful job with her kids. She has been a, a good mother to her kids, as far as from my outward, you know, looking in. You know, I'm looking on the outside, looking in. You know, and, and it's a lot of sisters out there that have done what they have to do. You know, mm-hmm. but we definitely got to stop all this infighting so we can become a more productive people. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. But um, now, I, got, I got another clip, man. And go ahead, go with Don's uh, Don's comment before we get to this clip. Well, Don has several um, <laughs> several different comments. Um, definitely one that you know really stuck out to me was the question about you know how how come black women feel like black men cannot handle them, or they feel like they have to be with a black man that can handle them. It's not about handling them; it's about working together and being you know on the same page and being together. You know, you shouldn't have to feel like I need to be with somebody who can handle me. No. You know, you need to be with somebody who is compatible with you and you guys are working together for a bigger scale of things. If you're not working together for a bigger scale of things, I mean, what are you there for? I mean, the only thing I can think of is that, you know, maybe 30 to a, thirty minutes to an hour of pleasure and then you're out the door. You know, because nine out of ten, if y'all ain't working to the greater good, you don't want to be seen with each other in public. Right. So, also, you know, some of the views that Don has is that, um, let me see, uh, man, he has so many on here. Um, well, he well he basically is is talking about you know the black feminists and you know and their tone and their voice and how they act and how they handle themselves as black women. And he also stated that, you know, and speaking of black black American women wanting men to be on the same level academically as well, too, such as having like a master's degree and, you know, sociology, social work, you know, uh, anything dealing with, you know, that, you know, it does not equate to a degree that a woman may have, like, or a man may have in biology, chemistry, physics, and engineering. Those particular situations, like, you know, just because my degree is different than yours or you are a nurse practitioner and I, you know, work at the police station, that don't mean we ain't on the same level. Right. Just because, you know, you chose a different path. That's true. And, and you know, we have to, you know, I mean, dude, it, it, it's, the, it's the conditioning. I, I still believe yeah. that it's the conditioning, the mind state of the men, the conditioning, the mind state of the women that is affecting everything as far as with our relationship. Um, this clip right here, what I'm about to play, uh, it goes back to the first question, are black women really working against black men? And that's not saying that they are, but this this young lady right here, this is her opinion on it. Check this out. You listen Yo. to The Middleman on Blog Talk Radio. 
I think we need to answer this once and for all because I keep hearing from black men that they believe that most black women are purposely working against them or that black women are completely unwilling to work with them to build or to improve our community in any way. All of us are aware of the so-called gender war that's going on between black men and black women and everyone heard what that little old racist that attacked that postal worker said in regards to black women. And if you didn't, this is what she said. The black women are against the black men because they've been exploited so much. They're with the Hitler-esque people. They're with the white people. They work against black men underneath it all. So, sisters, it's gotten to the point where old racist white ladies are speaking on us and our relationship with black men, who I consider my brothers. I want your literal feedback on this. This is not about black men and what they're, what they're doing and what they're not doing. This is not about white women or other races of women and what they're doing or not doing. This is for black women. Are black women purposely working against black men? Are black women willing to work with black men and follow their lead in building the black community and improving our condition? Are black women willing to change some of our ways in order to facilitate the end to the gender war? Do black women think that the black men are to blame for all of this, and if so, why? Do black women really believe that we should be in control because we are more intelligent or more educated or more capable than black men to do so? Do black women really believe that we are the backbone of the community, and if so, why? I'm going to give my opinion by answering my own questions. Are black women purposely working against black men? At first, I didn't believe this at all. I didn't want to believe it. I did not believe that there was anywhere in hell that black women were literally purposely working against black men or, or in cahoots to destroy them until I started talking to more and more black women, different types of black women, and learned about some of the mindsets that exist. After what I learned and some of the things that I read and some of the things that I heard black women say, I would have to say yes, some black women are purposely working against black men in different ways. And no, I do not believe that most black women are willing to work with black men unless they are in control of whatever is going on. Are black women willing to change some of our ways in order to facilitate the end to this gender war? From what I've seen, I would have to say no. I do not see black women as a whole changing anything. Individual black women will change or have already changed or were never like that in the first place. But most black women who display the attributes that are being complained about, I don't believe anything is going to change anytime soon, if ever. A lot of black women become highly offended when bad behaviors are brought to the forefront, even if they claim that they are not engaging in any of these behaviors or that they don't condone these behaviors or that they aren't like that. They become highly offended. If black women are not being regarded as queens or goddesses or perfect creatures or victims or earth mothers, then they don't want to hear it or face up to the fact that things are jacked up and need to, some things need to change. I don't see twerking and booty shaking going away. I don't see black women keeping their legs closed in order to end um, the auto wedlock epidemic among us. I don't see black women losing their nasty attitudes and their blatant disrespect for black men that they display all the time. I don't see black women changing their superior attitudes that I see displayed all the time when it comes to black men, but that I don't see displayed when it comes to white men. I don't see most single black women being able to raise their sons to be men or raise their daughters to not to hate black men. I don't see us as a whole being able to teach our daughters to, to be ladies and to have self-respect and, and respect for others over teaching them to act like men and that any and everything goes. I don't see black women stepping aside 
and allowing willing and capable men to mentor their sons when there's no other male figure available in their lives. I do not see the fighting in the streets ending. And unless the media completely turns against black women, I don't see us not continuing to go on the air and saying something ridiculous or acting like fools for entertainment purposes. No, I don't. I don't see any of that happening. Man. <clears throat> you know what? I mean, the only one of the things I didn't agree with that clip, and if you want to make a comment about that clip, dial 718-508-9972. If you're on the phone lines right now, press number one. If you're already in the queue, press number one again and press it again so we can know that you want to make a comment. But um, where she said as far as, you know, raising a young man, I, I can see black women raising young men but not making a man, you know. But there's a lot of self-hate yeah. going on. Yeah. A lot of self-hate. And, and that comment was from a woman. That's not us yeah. telling you about you. Yeah. It's the, you know, what, what do you think about that? <laughs> um, I want to add to that. Um, and we've talked about this. It's hard to even speak to a lady these days. I mean, you can walk right by a lady and say, hey, how you doing? She'll turn her head as if she got a crick in the neck. I mean, even if you're in the car and you're passing by or you're at a stoplight beginning, you look over and you see a nice woman and you wave and, you know, and she looking all outdoors or looking at her cell phone or, or on the floor like she dropped something. It's, I don't, I don't know that, well, I don't know. I don't know. Now, one lady gave us an answer to that was because, you know, how some men, like, they take it to the extreme level. When you speak back, they think it's an invitation to, okay, you can get my number, mm-hmm. you know. Right. But I, I do understand that. But every man is not out to get your number. Me, person, when I speak to you, I don't want your number. Right. I'm trying to be nice to you, you know, to let you know that there is, you know, courtesy still out there. There are some men out there that will still open the door for you and close the door for you. You know, that does happen. But, you know, like she said with the twerk videos and all of that, I don't see that I don't see that going anywhere, G. I really don't. I don't either, man. It put us in a bad situation when it comes to just our young people in general. Um yeah. I think our our generation is the last generation that's gonna have somewhat sense and sensibility about themselves. You look at the young, like you said, the young women, they're angry all the time. The young men, they're angry all the time. Henceforth, that fuels the situation that we have right now. Then on top of that, when you add love into that, you know, they don't even know what love truly is. Love is sex now. Mm-hmm. So yes. So therefore, man, yes. you know, every other, I, I live, where I live at, man, I, I mean, in the city, I see a lot of different people, um, even with our Latino brothers and sisters, man, they out there making babies. They out there building their communities, building their wealth, building their, their unification in their own communities. While we still out here, I don't need no man. I ain't trying to hold myself. And you got a lot of guys out here that ain't trying to be with the woman. Now, yep. I know our brother Gerard did say, you know, some guys don't want to deal with women that have children and their bad attitudes, whatever the case may be. But if you got a sister out there that's tried her best and she's done her best, you know, you got to look past what her past was and see who she yeah, is right can. now. Yeah, you can. You know, you got to give can. her a chance. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, man, you know me. I'm down for the brown. <laughs> I'm down <laughs> for the brown. And I love to see black couples 
love to see it. Mm-hmm. And, and with this this infighting that we have going on, it's hard to see us progressing past this point. You know, even yeah. with the, the the whole situation, if y'all get the opportunity to go back and listen to our uh, Black Fathers present show, we did it last yeah. uh, Sunday on on Father's Day. We highlighted the good in the black male. See, the thing about it is, you got to we we have to get past the point of just downing each other, and, and yes. you know we got to get past the point of of just really just killing each other, killing each other's spirit, because <laughs> that's mm-hmm. all we're doing. Yes, yes. Communication is always the key, and it's a lot of things you can do with communication. I mean, communic- I mean, we have multiple ways of having communication now too. But mm-hmm. seeing eye to eye and being able to compromise is the thing. Compromise. Some people just can't compromise. It's my way or it ain't going to be no way. So oh, yeah. there's your breakdown between the black man and the black woman. You know, it's my way or it ain't going to be no way. Now, you have some, you know, some some couples out there that, you know, even though they can't get on the same page, they find another way. To make it work But you got some That just uh, No It ain't going I ain't going for it I don't want to hear You know And Where is that going to lead us It's not going to lead us Down to where We need to be That's true Because I mean Yes we see a lot of You know Happy black families Out there now You know We see a lot of Happy black couples Who are progressing to be A Happily married couple You know Yes everyone has hardships And stuff but where is the line going to be drawn to where, um, you know, these feuding couples stop feuding and compromise, Most work together? Hey, um, Dunn had a comment over here on the web chat. If you don't have a profile, you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the middleman. Click on this show title. You can get on the web chat and see all the stuff that we're talking about, what Don Calypso is talking about. But Dunn, I guess he's referring to my conversation. He's saying if she had Bastard Thuglis by Pookie Ray Ray and Dan Quill, Dan Quill. Dan Quill <laughs> she forfeits her rights to things she deserves as a good black man. Mm. <laughs> well. Hey, man, you got, hey, Dunn, we, like Al said, we ain't perfect, man. No, so, we ain't know, perfect. A lot of these guys got passed out here, man, but. Hey, let, let's transition into this question right here. Man, that dude is a trip. Our phone lines are open. Press 1 if you would like to make a comment. Uh, if you're on the Internet listening, dial 718-508-9972. But, man, let's talk about our black women fighting for power that the black man does not possess. Uh, before we get into it, mm-hmm. I think we got another comment right here. This may be Sam, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Sam. Yes. Go ahead, my sister. This is just one thing that I wanted to just just put in ahead. I've been writing little notes along the way, but this is Uh-oh, just one thing I wanted. Oh, right. Go ahead. This is just one thing about the male caller that called in. What I think that a lot of our black men miss, and this is what I even took my mind when he went to talking about how women are let, you know, these men put them for. I don't. Why is it always a woman allowing? I oh, mean, it's I'm with Kevin on that. It's about a it's a compromising thing. It's both people not willing. It's, you can't just put that on the woman and say that's the woman's choice because 
you have to have more men. We have to be a mindset of men that want to be able to and have that mindset so that they don't go in with that being the ultimate goal to impregnate this woman that they know they have no, you know, desire really to be with. Because that's what it, that's where I feel that a lot of that mindset comes from. Where do y'all think that mindset comes from to convince women that, okay, if you're a single mother, because I, I, I do take offense to that, you know, when you say, okay, you're a single mother, you may just have to realize that if you have another baby from a aforementioned, you know, relationship, that you may just have to end up being alone. I don't think that that, you know, it was not, you know, I know he didn't mean that for, for everybody. Right. That's what I'm saying. Where do y'all think that that mindset comes from? That comes from men trying to get women to believe that. And then now y'all are mad because the women actually believe it and act accordingly. What do you think if you feed that into women's minds? It comes from, you have to be able to break that mindset in people in order to get them to even want to see better before you can get them to change. Yeah, That's true. just my personal opinion yeah. on that. But you know, Sam, I agree with you. I agree with you, Harley. Um, to me, in my opinion, with that right there is the fact that if you tell somebody they're bad long enough, eventually, like you said, they're going to act out as they're bad. But yeah. If we teach them early on the right way to do things. And, and, you know, what we're talking about is past that point, you know. It's past the point of being taught the right way. But there's nothing wrong with correcting your course after the fact. And if you know a guy's not hitting on anything, why date him? A lot of our sisters will go out and take that guy knowing that this girl over here told her about him. This girl over here told him, uh, I mean, told her about him. But she wanted, let me find out for myself. But you also have to look at the fact that maybe those women weren't with that. I mean, that, that's the point. You can't judge off what somebody else said because what somebody else did not like or what they didn't see that was a goal in that person doesn't mean that someone else can't see it that way. And I'm true. not saying that for the, for the bad men, but you can't just single that out and say, okay, this is I've seen that too many there are potentially plenty good men that will fool you for a long time, and you can be in deep. You can think this is a good man. He may not go out. He may not club. He may have a six-figure job. That doesn't mean that man is any more capable of being a good man. That just means that maybe he has financial security. That maybe the son in the street. But but you know, <laughs> to just finish my point is, you know, we do have to get back to the dating aspect of it. Just finding out what each other are about because our community. Not all of our community, but a lot of, you know, we're taught perpetually to get in the bed with each other first instead of finding out what you're about, right. what you're going through, mm-hmm. who are right. you. Because, get I mean, we drunk. all got baggage. We got baggage. <laughs> yep. Believe me. Oh, yep. yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just a part of, of, of communication, as I spoke earlier. It's a part of, of maturity. You know, our mm-hmm. kids, they're not at that point. Like I said, I still believe that we are the last generation that will be on the, of this mind state that we have right now. Yep. You know? But um, I appreciate you for your comment there, Sam. I mean, it's something to think on. It's definitely something to think on. If you want to get back in, just press 1. Um, also, for all our callers out there that did press 1, press 1 to get yourself out of this, and then just stay on the line. You don't have to hang up. You know, just press 1, and we'll know if you want to make another comment, okay? Thank you, Sam. No problem. Um, Al. Hmm. That was an interesting comment, though, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Just the whole fighting for power. Yeah. Like she said, a six-figure job. If a guy had a six-figure job. We have a lot of women in corporate America now, a whole lot of women in corporate yeah. America right now. I'm happy about that. And I'm very happy about that. But just being in corporate America, they outnumber us like, what, eight to 
eight to two, eight to one, something like that. Possible. Possible. Something like that. But the yeah. point is, what are we going to do about all these women that want more? What are we going to do about the women that want more that feel like, you know, I got the job, I got the house, hell, I got the kids now. Mm-hmm. And when we say power, we're not talking about the material thing. That power is in that household. Letting yeah. that man be that man. But now, a lot That's, of men are not even men in their own household. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to, you know, go both sides of the spectrum. A lot of men are not men in their household because they were not taught to be men. They True were that. not taught correctly. True that. Now, you do have men out there that were taught correctly. And they are trying to be the man, but they cannot be the man because the woman wears the same side pants he wears with the same side belt. That's mm. what the problem. You know, I sent Kevin a picture um, earlier today of uh, Malcolm X writing on a chalkboard, and he had some of um, some people looking at him teach. And at, at the top it said husband husbandry. And the first line says, man equals husband equals father. The second line says, man equals protector equals provider. The third line said, man equals controller equals elevation or elevator. The fourth line says, man equals authority equals head. And then under all of them, you do a little sign, you know, like as if you're adding each individual word together, he has God up on a, each and every category. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, you that's, know, that's one of the questions you know I posed to y'all on one of the shows a while ago, man. You know, the woman, the woman is the head of the household, right? But. For her to have that crown, that crown is something that she has to understand, which is her husband. And the person above the crown is who? God. God. Yep. You know, yep. a lot of people don't want to accept that. But, hey, it is what no. it is. But, Al, I got another clip, man. I want to get in before our time expires today. But um, let's get into the second clip, man. I got, I got two more I want to get out the way. I got to get these out the way, Al. This is this sister <laughs> right here, man. I, I want you to check this one out. You all listening to the middleman. On Blog Talk Radio, Middleman Radio. Here we go. Do black women think that black men are to blame for all of the problems? Well, on this question, most of the women that I've talked to have been fair in admitting that it is both the fault of the men and the women. We've both dropped the ball, and I agree with that. The difference is we black women went to the oppressor with our gripes and displayed everything publicly in the media and made it appear that black men were at fault to the world at large. We went to the media and said that black men are all in jail, are all deadbeat dads with thousands of babies all over the place, are all um, on the DL, that um, all black men are uneducated, lazy bums, that they're all thugs and criminals, and that they chase white women. We can't find a quote-unquote good black man or a man on our level. So even though black women acknowledge that both black men and black women are at fault, I have yet to see that being said publicly on TV or anywhere, anywhere as often as the negative comments against black men have been said. Do black women really believe 
that we should be in control because we are more intelligent, more educated, and therefore more capable than black men to do so? I would have to say yes. The vast majority of black women do believe that black women are more capable leaders than black men are. A lot of black women believe that we are leaps and bounds ahead of black men in every area, education, business, career, economically, common sense, reasoning, skills, and leadership ability, and they do not believe that men should be in control. They also believe that men are oppressors of black women. And I don't understand that at all, but I hear it a lot. I have never known black men to be oppressors of black women or even ever being in a position to do so as a whole. Are there specific instances where black women have been in oppressive relationships with black men? Of course. Are there specific cases where black women have been in relationships with black men where they were abused and held back? Of course. Does that mean that black men as a whole have oppressed or have ever even been in a position to oppress black women as a whole? Of course not. If anybody has oppressed us, it has been the oppressor of all black people. I personally don't believe that women are more capable, nor that they should be in control of everything either. The current state of the black community is proof of that. Do black women really believe that we are the backbone of the community, and if so, why? Yes, the vast majority of black women do believe that we are the backbone of the community. Um, as mothers, as nurturers, as givers of life, it seems only natural that black women would be considered the backbone of the black community and of the black family. Just, just based on that alone, I think that is why black women believe we are the backbone of the community. However, the backbone is the strength of any structure, the framework that holds that structure together. And in recent years, black women have not been that strength at all, in my opinion. Our community is in shambles. Our children are being abused, tortured, and killed at the hands of their own mothers at alarming rates, especially little boys. Intelligence and responsibility is being rejected while this so-called swag and ignorance and thug life is being admired and embraced. We are feeding into and becoming walking stereotypes. No, a weak backbone is just as bad as having no backbone at all. That's my opinion. It would appear to me that the vast majority of black women are against black men on some level or another. If this is the case, how are we going to fix this? How are we going to build black families? How are we going to build anything? Are you even interested in building? If this is the case, how are we the backbone of the community? Is complete and total separation of the black man from the black woman the answer? If black women are literally working against black men, how in the world do we expect for them to react. Mm. That separation part, man, I'm not trying to see it. I love black no. women. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. I love Me black too. women. You all listening to the middleman right there. There's a clip right there on today's topic, gender wars, black men versus black women. We do appreciate everybody that's staying with us today, listening to this conversation right here. Man, we, we got a long way to go, and, and, and yep. we definitely need to understand that this is not going to be an overnight fix. It's not going to be a year fix. It's going to take a little while. Like Gerard said, it's, in, it's embedded in the culture at this point. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. some of the things that she pointed out as far as being the backbone of the community, uh, yeah. just us going to the media and letting them dictate and control. I, can remember, I remember a couple of, what, a year ago or so, they had why black women single and all this crap on TV. What was Good that man. all about? There's no Look, good man. black men out there. How, how do y'all figure? Look. How do you figure that there's no good black men out there? 
There right. are guys you Look, overlook man. every day. There are women you overlook every day for the guys. You overlook them every day. And don't even give them the opportunity and chance to get into your life because of what they got, what they look like, and what you think about them or what somebody else think about them. Yeah. That is that is <laughs> pathetic, man. That is pathetic. Yeah, I had... I, I, uh, I wanted to point something out. You know, um, she said something about swag and, you know, how... You know, certain men have to dress and you know to appease a woman. And um, I actually had a um, a comment thrown at me from a teenage girl. Um, I'm not going to say her name, but she she's a teenage girl that you know I work with um, in my mentoring program, and we had the discussion about you know that in general, you know the the style and swag and all of that. So she used me and what I had on as an example. She said that I didn't have swag. She told me, she says, I don't wear baggy pants or skinny jeans or, you know, tight T-shirts showing my muscles or or I, or because I don't have tattoos that I don't have swag. I'm but like, but that's a kid, though, Al. That's a child. I understand that. that that's where it started. They are the next generation. Yeah. They the next generation. Those gonna be the ones that's gonna take over when we are unable to do anything else anymore. So you can see it, it, it's, it's. I mean, it's starting younger. But that goes it's to that question about up. black relationship deteriorating due to the money and power aspect. That whole swag thing equals to power in some people's eyes. They feel like if you got swag, you exactly. all turned up all that, got cars, jewelry, and all that, man. You can't have a positive relationship if you're based on material things. And and that's that's a downfall for a lot of people. And it's a downfall. It could be a downfall for our our, our community, period. Yeah. And see, see, the thing in which which I'm getting at is, you know, if the kids are saying it, that means that their mindset is, you know, they're going to think this way for a while. You know, it's not going to be they have a revelation in 30 days and then they're going to change their mind. No. Because they look at what's more impressionable to them, which are who they see on TV mm-hmm. and who their friends are who imitate what they see on TV. Right. So, I mean, if we want to say something, now some, you know, some of our, you know, you know, people in our age group, they're already set in their ways. They ain't going to change their mind. It's, it's done. But we can help the kids. But, Al, I've seen it before. I've seen it before where people that are older than you and I are falling to that victim to the whole swag thing or whatever yes. the case may be. That's we have a high divorce rate when it comes to older people. You yes. know, I mean, it's, it's our, our, our whole community is just falling apart. And it's not everybody that's falling apart because it's people like you. No. I, everybody that's on this phone right now, everybody that's listening on the web that are concerned, and, and have opinions and, and, and go out and, and expound this conversation into your friends, that's how things change. It's a grassroots movement that needs to happen. Yeah. But the What's thing that? is, man, if we let everything continue in the route that it's continuing in, you know, we're already supposedly 12% of the population and we're falling because, I mean, <laughs> I don't mean to be rude when I say this, but we're having abortions here and there. You know, we got all these things going on in our community, man. We got black on black, well, I ain't going to say black on black crime. We got black men killing black men. 
you know, black women killing black women, yeah. you're constantly making ourselves, and we're constantly making ourselves into the red. Basically, we're dying out. We have to correct mm-hmm. these things, man. And, 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 correct uh, these things, because I mean money, power. All mm-hmm. everything that I said is equated to money and power. Killing each other for what? Money or power? Right. And I and 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 I always make this comment, you know, when we are, you know, have a conversation like this with some of my peers. Um, money has no value, but we make it have value because we use it. Mm-hmm. So, if we didn't have money, what would you value? How would you value it? You know, who would you look at? Who would you imitate? Who would you want to be like? Because if those people that you wanted to be like when you was growing up didn't have money or didn't have those caliber of uh, materialistic things, who would you want to be like? Who would you look up to? I mean, everything that you do from a child and everybody that you associate yourself with as a child all the way up until adulthood, the people that you come in contact with, the jobs that you choose to have, the career that you choose to, you know, go down, it impacts everything about you. And how you make your own decision. Um, there's a there's a comment on the web chat of why don't we get on TV with this message? We need to put this message out there rather than uh, the mainstream media perception. Um, I yeah. mean, we don't control it. You know, mm-hmm. we were able to stop all the infighting between our men and women, um, and and also our communities. Um, we could be able reality to, TV exactly oh, you know man. all that's killing us but if we yeah, were able to get all this infighting and, and get together and, and demand and also command mostly command and buy our own stations our own media from TV to everything else then we won't have to worry about everybody else putting out the wrong perception and, and, and mis misinformation about our community because not only are we shouldering the whole black community a lot of people don't realize that we're shouldering the whole you're, you're a criminal. You know, it's not if if a if a and, and I'm not trying to make this racial, but it is true. If a white person commit a crime, that white person commit a crime. Black people commit crimes. All of them did it. All of them did it. So we, I mean that, that goes back to us getting these relationships better because I'm telling you, if I can't trust you and you can't trust me, who in the world gonna trust us? Yeah, and you know and. Men have to stop fighting men Women have to stop fighting women Who cares that You know uh, Shushu or Shawanda took your man from Javanda So go get you another Find you another man That appreciates you And the men Who cares about What set you claiming Or how much money you got Or you know Or how many chicks you have sex with I don't care Who cares about that Get an education (laughs) And, and man, fact, right. Not not a miseducation. You can learn what you can learn in these establishments, but you're supposed to go beyond that to learn more and be more. That's point blank. Thank you. Shout out to uh, you know Sean Pumpy, Peter Combs, whatever you know, for inking the deal with Time Warner for Revolt TV. I am just hoping that you know he has some positive things about this new TV station that. He was uh, coming out. He's supposed to, well, from what it, I was informed, I think it was last year when he was starting it up. Uh, he's going to be playing a, like a lot more music and independent artists and things like that. But I hope he has some positive 
on the station as well too, because I don't want to turn to the station and all I see is, you know, I'm about to go to the trap sell some keys, or I'm about to have sex with your mama next door. You know, I don't want to. Well, I mean, Al, that goes back to us demanding that these people do the right thing. I'm, if I, I mean, that's what you, I'm hoping. I'm hoping I'm just he saying. does that. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping just saying. He does that. Al, I'm hoping he does we, that. Al, we have to demand that Puffy does the right thing. If you stop watching, they will change because they can't make money. They can't well, make money. All this goes that. back to money. Yeah, and I don't want to see no Ciroc commercial every other video either. I don't want to see video. I might, have, I might have to hit him up on Twitter or something. That's cool. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> I mean, there are, there are a lot of positive things in which he can put on that particular, you know, television station as far as positive music, too. So, but as far as, you know, black men and black women in general, man, let's make a change. Let's make a change because from the destruction back into slavery where black men were whipped in front of black women and their children that emasculated them, you know, our black women were raped by slave owners. Man, we need to get back to where we were kings and queens, even though our kings and queens had slaves too. We know that. That's in history. But we also have to remember, we are the first on this earth, okay? Mm-hmm. First people came from where? Africa. <laughs> Read the history. So I always hey, remember that. Most definitely, man. Did you want me to go ahead and play this last clip of the day so we can make sure it's not going to waste? <laughs> you really want to play all these clips? I want to play every last one of them I'm just going to be flat honest with you man We're going to play this last clip of the day right here I'm going to get uh, it out of the way I got to get this one out of the way And I'm not trying to infuriate anybody But I just want to let y'all hear this sister's opinion And from what Don Calypso uh, informs us She's happily married to a strong black man Kudos Great That's what's <laughs> You're up. listening to the Middleman on Middleman Radio Blog Talk Radio Here we go I've never really spoken on this topic, and I may ruffle a few feathers, but this is what I see. Earlier today, I heard a 14-year-old child say, with attitude, that she was a strong, independent black woman. We have been duped. We have been bamboozled by society, by scare tactics, by conditioning of the media, and by ourselves. Most young African-American women of today have been raised to be strong black women, independent, self-sufficient, and tough. Some of us even describe ourselves as strong, independent black women, and it is something that most of us have been taught that we must aspire to. And if we don't see ourselves in this way, we are considered to be doormats or weak. When the vast majority of young black women of today describe themselves as strong and independent, it has nothing to do with the fact that Harriet Tubman led the slaves through the Underground Railroad. It's not due to inspiration from African women who were warriors in ancient times. It has nothing to do with being the mothers of civilization or or the backbone of the community. In speaking with several young women recently who consider themselves strong and independent black women, I asked them to describe what that means to them. And what they said it means is that I make my own money. I can pay my own bills. I can raise my kids by myself. I can defend myself, and I don't need no man. That is the consensus of what they answered. They mean that they are able to take care of themselves and their children, as well they should be able to as adults. But they also seem to mean that they are like men or can replace men. And sometimes we do have to assume the role of a man because they're simply not there. But we can't be men. They seem to believe that as black women, they are supposed to put up with 
abuse, overwork, exploitation, underappreciation, cruelty, and just plain bullcrap, and endure it, and then wear that burden as some sort of badge of honor. As a result, they make reckless choices. They feel like they must always be in fighting back mode, wearing defensive armor, and putting up this peacock defense all the time. Hence, the attitudes. Unfortunately, this thought process leads to detrimental behavior and lifestyles, as well as bitterness and loneliness. The mistake that many people make based on this image of the strong, independent black woman is that they believe that black women don't suffer emotionally as much as the other non-black population of women because we are thought of as being strong and thus better able to endure emotional pain, disappointment, hatred, rejection, and put-downs. And that assumption is wrong. And the seemingly constant stank attitude that a lot of black women have is a result of this perceived endurance. See, a lot of us have been taught that we have to be aggressive and assertive to make it in this world. We have to display brute force, hence the strong part of the title. We have to have this perpetual chip on our shoulders and dare anybody to knock it off. We can't let nobody step all over us. Being loud, bossy, and belligerent indicates our level of empowerment. The louder and more belligerent we are, the more we will be appreciated and recognized for our strength. In trying to live up to this image, the stereotype of that image becomes a reality. There is much criticism attached to this strong, independent black woman title, although a lot of women think that the title brings respect and admiration. And at one time, it actually did. But the definition of that title has morphed from something positive into something negative. A lot of black women have been bamboozled into believing that they have to live up to or claim this title in order to be accepted <clears throat> and taken seriously, mostly by other black women. That by saying, I'm a strong, independent black woman, it automatically puts you in some elite status when it actually does the exact opposite. Hmm. I had to get that one in. I, I see, see why. why. <laughs> I see why. I see why. She made some interesting comments. I'm just saying, man, I, I just hope women don't feel like, see, the thing about it, man, I, I'm going to just say it. If we have, we we need true strong black women, not independent strong black women. I'm talking about if you, was at, if you were at that point where you were truly strong enough to tell these busters, these lame duck dudes out here, that you ain't hitting on nothing, get away from me and give a real guy a chance. I don't know what a real guy is. But if you see that he's handling his business, doing the manly thing, and he, he meets all the criteria, not the, you got to be six feet tall, tall, dark, and handsome crap, but truly can meet your needs. Bring Big thing kind of small packages. What? Nothing. Um, I love black women out there. <laughs> I do. I love them all, man. I do, man. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I want you to love me too, you know? And not love what I got or love what I can do for you, but love me for me and overlook my flaws. Because I'm going to overlook yours because we're going to work together. That's where yeah. it needs to be. You know? Yeah, I'm outside, man, help me inside making a coleslaw and a potato salad, man. Well, I'll say it like this, Al. I don't want to fight my sister, and I don't want my sister to fight me. I'm a married man, and I'm what I mean by that, dude, I don't want... To see us warring in this manner, we definitely need to make a strong community because we are leaving this world daily. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Your last action could be your last action. Yes. 
So what yeah. type of mark are you leaving on this planet? What type of mark are you leaving for your legacy? What type of mark are you leaving for your community? You know, that's for the men and women. Ask yourself that. You know, what are you doing? You know, I mean, we can get on here and talk all day. But as I always yep. will state to my people, you are an example. You are a uh, you're, you're a figure in that community that people will look up to. You are a role model. Somebody. Remember that when you out here doing your thing, being independent or being who you think you are, swagged out or whatever. Face up to the fact. You know, these kids looking at you. Yeah, man, we appreciate everybody for listening to the show today, man. What are your final thoughts, man? And I mean, hey, we want to send a shout out to our co-host, uh, Jen and Nick. Y'all suck, but we love you. <laughs> I just want to thank everybody, you know, for tuning into the Middleman Show today on the Middleman Radio. Um, you know, we're definitely back with a force. Want you guys to continue to listen to us every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, also check us out on Tuesday uh, Tuesday Tuesday morning takeovers Tuesday morning takeover I don't understand why I always forget that name But tune in You know every Tuesday morning um, 10 o'clock Eastern 8 a.m. 9 o'clock That's Central That's 9 to 11 Central 10 to 12 Eastern If you It is a two hour show Yeah for all our cubicle nation people out there If you work in a cubicle Make sure you tune in to Nick Eaton I'm telling you, he got a great show. While I'm at work, I'm listening to it because I'm telling you, it's some R&B on there that it's not any rap. It's R&B people. It's mm-hmm. some stuff that independent gets a groove to get your day feeling right. Yes, independent R&B, good R&B. Yeah, good, no awesome R&B. No boo boo. You know, um, and on it. Thursday, make sure for any uh, independent artists out there, anybody in the entertainment field, regardless of what aspect you entertain. Uh, Make sure you tune in to our Talk of the Town show that comes on at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central on Thursday night. Thursday night. Make sure you tune in with us. And every Sunday, we will be here, Middleman Talk Show, with or without our co-host. We're going to be here. <laughs> I know they're oh, probably yeah. listening. Yeah, I'm talking about you. And want to shout out, uh, shout out to everybody that was on the web chat. they all the guests that were in, done. I cannot say this name right here, and I'm not going to even try. It looks like uh, Chica... Chica you you Chica something and Mocha Light. I, man, I, you Mocha know your names. Yeah, yeah. Out to Kevin, y'all. Kevin can't even pronounce his own name at times, but it, it's it's cool. Uh, yeah, everybody that's on the chat board, we really appreciate your comments. I mean, interesting comments on the chat board. And like Kevin said earlier, uh, if you want to um, be a part of the chat board, make sure you go to uh, blogtalkradio.com and create your profile. And uh, add the Middleman Show to your your list, and you'll definitely be on the uh, the list to get all the updates of the show. And if you're on Facebook, add us on Facebook. Type in the Middleman Talk Show. And, and don't forget on iTunes. If you have an Apple phone or any of that Apple products or whatever, you yeah. can go on iTunes and download these shows for free. We will be coming to Google Play pretty soon. So make sure if you're on Android or i um, iPhone. Look us up. You can download all these shows, put it in your iPod while you're jogging, working out around the house, just doing your thing. You can download all these shows, re-listen. Hopefully you, hopefully you will enjoy them. we got a lot of great topics that you can go back and scroll our archives and listen to all of our old shows. Don Calypso yep. came through a couple of times and dropped some jewels. Appreciate it. 
And, um, hey, man, I see you over there doing your daddy thing, man. Big ups, brother. Big ups. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, but as I say, as I said earlier, black women, I love you, man. I do. I love you, man. I like, I like to look at you, watch you walk and hear you talk. And, you know, I just, I just want to get back, man. Like, I want to, you know, I just want to bring it back, man. It's where we can actually sit down and listen to some D'Angelo and maybe throw in some Manhattans in there, if you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. Keep it Enough your dating, dating thing right here. We're going to go ahead and close down this show uh, with our co-host. And I want to, I want to dedicate this to everybody out there that, that need love in their life. You know what I'm saying? I want to dedicate this to everybody that needs love in their life. And uh, shout out to Gerard. I'm not going to bring you back in. You bandwagon fan. That's wrong, man. No, I'm just tripping, man. Hey, congratulations (laughs) to the Miami Heat for that great win, great season. LeBron James and everybody else. Um, Hey, man, we appreciate you guys really, truly. Thank you very much. Yeah, most definitely. And this is our co-host song. Y'all make sure if you're on uh, iTunes, just do a search for Nick Eden, S-E-D-E-N, correct spelling. The record is called Let's Chill. And we're going to go out with this one right here, Al. Check it out.
It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.